0: Close out a game strong, getting the win over the Toronto Raptors in a game that ended up being close down the stretch of the game. We're going to talk about it, break it all down, but you know what we got to do first? We got to play that winning intro. You are now tuned into Chicago Bulls Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bulls news and content. A secret, a secret, secret, a secret, secret, secret. What's going on Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host Sarah Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into this dub tonight as Chicago Bulls get a 116-110 victory over the Toronto Raptors. This was a fun game to watch. Yes, do I wish the Bulls would have closed out the game earlier? Selfishly, yes, but this is a super entertaining game against two teams that have both been struggling over the course of the season. They're closer to what their record would tell you uh, in regards to that. And hats off to the Toronto Raptors. At one point, having three players who were not on their team yesterday be out there in closing seconds of the game, and they were playing extremely well over the course of this game. We'll see how it ends up paying off for the team as they go forward into it. But got it, I got to tip my hat to the Toronto Raptors in this game, even with being a Bulls fan. But let's talk about our Chicago Bulls in this game. DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic, Kobe White, all over 20 points in this game. You got DeMar getting 24 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists, 1 steal, getting active out there. Uh, Nikola Vucevic, 24 points, 13 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 steals, 1 block. He was 12 of 20 from the field. from three-point range. We'll talk about that a little bit later. And Kobe White, despite going one of six from the three-point range, 10 of 19 from the field, eight rebounds, four assists, two steals, 23 points. We were plus 23 points in the game when Kobe White was out there on the floor. His ability to get to the rim. Was great in this game kobe kept the pressure on the toronto raptors defense even without his three-point shot falling and we've talked about how that could be the next step in the evolution of kobe white's game to really open it up some so if kobe's going to be able to get to the rim like this and get to the free throw line got to the free throw line three times today i think he could have got there at least another couple of times the refs missed some calls but maybe that's the homer in me but kobe white's ability to get there and dish the ball off fighting for rebounds Kobe White is him. He's an absolute dog. You got Alice Cruz also chipping in uh, 10 points. And then Zach Levine going three of seven from the uh, field. He gets eight points, three rebounds. I'm sorry, two rebounds, three assists in this game overall. And then the bench unit. Patrick Williams with 12 points off the bench in his return, looking much more like he did before he went down on injury. There's still some moments of some passiveness. But we we got an aggressive dunk from P. Will in this game. He was confidently taking players off the dribble, shooting the three-pointer when he a- had it open, two or three from three-point range in this game. He really didn't chip in a lot other than steals. I mean, it's other than points. He also had one assist, didn't get any rebounds, didn't get any steals, no blocks from Patrick Williams in this game. But as a first game back for Patrick Williams, I really like it. He led all bench players in, in scoring. Now, Iota sumo had 32 minutes off the bench. He stepped in for Zach Levine uh, when Zach had a scary moment of twisting his ankle. Zach ends up coming back in the game, but Iota Sumu with 10 points in this game, going 4 of 9 from the field, 5 assists, 2 rebounds, and 1 block from Iota Sumu in this game. And Andre Drummond, surprisingly, only 10 minutes from Drum tonight, he gets 5 points, 4 rebounds in that time, 12 minutes from Dalen Terry, he, he doesn't register a point, but he gets 2 rebounds, I'm sorry, 3 rebounds in this game. So that that listen the Bulls played like a team throughout a lot of a lot of this game. Were there times of the ball of the offense slowing down, some isolation ball? Yeah, there were signs of that and that's a little bit concerning, but the Bulls still played really well as a team, winning the rebounding battle th- 42 to 38 in this game. That's what you want to see. They had nine offensive rebounds in this game. We led points off turnovers, 21 points off turno- turnovers for the Chicago Bulls. Only seven for the Toronto Raptors. Second chance points. We led that 13 to five. Fast break points. They killed us. Toronto Raptors got 21 fast break points. The Bulls only got six in that. That's a bit of a struggle. And bench points, 34 to 27 in that. We had 74 points in the paint today. Just let that sink in. 74 points in the paint did the Chicago Bulls have in today's game, man. Love the game plan. Like I said, we had some moments of not really playing that team brand of basketball that we've been seeing from this team, but they get a win uh, against an opponent that they had a better record than. You want to see the Bulls get a win in, in a game like this? They now move to three games below 500. We're 20 and 23 on the season. Can the Bulls, you know, keep getting closer and inching closer and closer to 500? Let's hope so. Let's hope that they can. The Bulls. I won't say the schedule is easier. They get some favorable things coming up in the schedule we have 6 games left until uh, the end of january we're 3 games below 500 so that would mean hey the bulls the bulls if they want they got to win 4 Four of these games at least, and that's not even necessarily going to get them there. Uh, my math is off a little bit, but we got Memphis coming up on Saturday. We get a day off. Then we got Phoenix and 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 the uh, Lakers next week, and Portland on Sunday, and then we got Toronto, Charlotte, and Sacramento to in the to end the uh, the the month. So let's see what the Bulls can do in a case like that. Uh, I hope the Bulls come in. They just take care of business and play like we know that they can play. And we'll see what they end up doing, man. But this Bulls team is moving closer and closer to where we need them to be. And let's see what the Bulls are going to be able to do, man. Let's just see what they're going to be able to do. Love the way that this team competed down the stretch of this game. This is very much so a game that the Chicago Bulls have lost games like this before. Where a team just refuses to go away and the Bulls just don't have any answers for. The Bulls locked in defensively. They played their offense. They had players step up when they needed. Big shots. There were a moment there where the Toronto Raptors took over the lead in the fourth quarter, and it really felt like one of those games where the Bulls are going to end up losing the game, and they didn't. And you got to commend them for that. Do Do I wish the game there was a little bit more separation down the stretch of this game? Absolutely. I want my team to blow everybody out the water if they can. But games like this build character, games like this remind everybody of what they need to do and how tough it is to win games at the NBA level, and it's fun. It's fun. And and that that's something that I'll definitely take away from this game. The way that this team executed, I gotta give my credit to this team. I love seeing my team compete in the way that they did tonight. And let's see if they can if they can keep it going. So, you know, we'll see what ends up happening with Zach's ankle. He came back out there, he played minutes. So I hope that it's not going to be anything lingering. But you guys know when you get that adrenaline pumping, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe something comes out, maybe if they sit him in the game against Memphis, depending on what that team looks like. But hey, the Bulls get a dub. That's the most important thing. Let's see how you guys are feeling about it. We got Benji in the building. Says Kobe is a dog. Completely agree with you on that one. Now, let's just hope the Magic lose to the 76ers tomorrow. Good game. I mean, listen, I I know you got like the standings is, is a fun thing to talk about. But we'll talk about that more and more as we get over February. We win. I'm happy. That was hard. Definitely, bro. Definitely. Absolutely. DJ Reese B says, now that's the way you close. Close those games, man. Happy we got the win, but DeMar DeRozan and Billy, please know uh, who the hot hand is. Nikola Vucevic is cooking, and you went away from him in the closing hours of the game. Yeah, I, I can kind of understand why. I think it's a more sustainable offense usually. But listen, uh, Nikola Vucevic took advantage of mismatches today, and that's not something we can always say that we do as a team. And in the halftime hangout, a lot of people were kind of crapping on Nikola Vucevic, calling him soft, things like that. Vuce played a heck of a game today. I really like the game that Nikola Vucevic played today. I don't have too much, like, he efficient. uh, He attacked when he could. Yeah, he's always going to have some lapses defensively. But listen, for long stretches of this game, Nikola Vucevic was one of the reasons why the Chicago Bulls offense was able to stay in the game while the Toronto Raptors were getting out on run. So got to talk about that. I love Kobe White, man. He's the MVP of this team, definitely over the course since November. He's definitely been the MVP of this team. I don't even think that's really up for question. Uh, Amid says, uh, ah, yeah, first like, shout out to you, brother. Thank you for liking the video, man. We got Sydney in the building, says, why was Zach kind of pissy? Uh, The towel throwing and the eye rolling, his overall attitude just seemed off. Was it because of the players or himself? I think it was more so because of the cause. I think, you know, we've seen Zach Levine allow the refs to kind of get in his head a little bit at times. And I think the I think you could you could see Kobe getting frustrated with it at times. So Zach wasn't the only one. I think Zach is just more uh 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 he, he expresses his emotions a little bit more when he's in those moments. So I think sure he was frustrated a little bit at himself, but I think and look at Zach and saying he was probably frustrated a lot with the officiating. There are a lot of those close calls today that could have went either way that went against the Chicago Bulls and some and some not calls at all in that in that time period as well. So Uh, Zach went to the locker room early. Yeah, he did go to the locker room early. And that's why I said that adrenaline when he initially came out there, I do think uh, probably pushed through. I wouldn't be surprised if Zach sits out the game against Memphis. Don't be surprised if he does. I love Zach, but look at the different uh, Kobe uh, we see when Zach isn't in the game. I mean, listen, Zach Levine is a ball dominant guard. We've seen two ball-dominant guards be able to work together before, right? We've seen that be able to happen, but it takes time. And so I think that if this thing between Zach and Kobe does end up working, because they're the two longest-tenured Bulls. They would have the most chemistry of anyone, but it takes some time. Little bro grew grew up while you were gone. That's just what it came down to. Kobe White has grown while Zach Levine was down with injury, and now Zach has to figure out how to to play with Kobe. But I, I think it could work if they do end up holding on to Zach Levine, when you have two guards that are both extremely ball dominant, which is what Kobe's turning into, it takes a little bit of time for that rhythm to kind of to kind of flow. You got to see like Steph and Clay be able to work early on because they started their careers basically together. But then on top of that, Clay Thompson was at that point one of the one of the best off ball guards in the league. So you know it, it takes time. It takes time, and I know we like to think that boom, it's just this. You have two players that are going to be playing right. Let's get it together. It's not always that simple. And so if as long as Zach Levine is gonna stay on this team, and if he is does end up being on this team long term, best believe uh it's gonna it's gonna to have to come via um him and him and Zach figuring it out over time. They haven't really played a whole heck of a lot together when you look at the way Kobe White's playing now, right? Kobe's a completely different player than when he started before his, his second year in the league, right? Kobe's now ability to, to dribble is better. His his decision-making is better. He's getting to the rim at a way better frequency and understanding how to use his speed to get to the rim. Those are that, that's, that's a change. And Kobe White's developing into a closer, and he came up big for the Chicago Bulls today, and that should be the story. We'll talk about how him and Zach Levine fit at another point in time, but listen, it is what it is when it comes down to that. We got Wade in the building. He said P. Will did good, too. P. Will played really good in his minutes. Decisive. Right, uh, uh, not really hesitating to, to shoot the shot when he had it open, taking players off the dribble at times. That's what you want to see from uh, from Patrick Williams. I see he continues to grow out his game as well, for sure. Uh, let's see, Rondo two Ross said Bruce Brown damn near made me have an aneurysm. Dog, Hey, and Bruce Brown's the ultimate role player, and he learned that and and really grew that part of his game being in Denver. Going through those battles, winning an NBA title, and, and I think when you when you see him be able to kind of fit seamlessly in with this Raptors team in his first game in that jersey, it's because he just understands as a role player, this is how I'm going to have to fit in. This is my lane. And there's there's something freeing in that when you're a role player in the NBA. And Bruce Brown, listen, if the, if the Bulls would have signed Bruce Brown this offseason to come off their bench, I would have loved it. Because he's that type of player that can really have that type of role for you. So, Beans the comedian. Shout out to Beans says Kobe was busting their ass. Absolutely, bro. He was killing it, man. Uh, Zach leaving the game solidified that we're better a better team without him. With DeMar and Kobe leading, Ior Io Pat, and Caruso playing good three and D, and Vooch being a solid big man means Levine equals odd man out. I get the logic that you get in that, but I still think we haven't necessarily seen Zach. DeMar took about six games to figure out how to fit in with this team. And I'm not saying that you're not right. Ultimately, you could absolutely be right, and I'm not saying that you're wrong. But I do think that with Zach coming back from injury, things like that, that maybe he still hasn't all the way figured out how to fit in on this team. But, hey, the the proof is in the pudding. That's one of the biggest things. Results tell the story. And right now, the results definitely support what you're saying. Definitely support that. My dad in the building, shout out to Pop, says, good win. Shout out to you, Dad. Thank you for being in the building. I appreciate you. you you've been coming in the, in the streams, popping and disappearing, but I appreciate you, Dad. I love you, man. Uh, it's just me. Or the image quality is kind of weird today. Never mind. I can hear it clearly. Is the image quality out? It's, let me let me know. Let me. I can check it on my side, because if it is, I can refresh real quick. So guys in the chat, let me know. Is the image quality off for you guys? Let me go down and see how you guys are feeling about it. Let me know if the image quality is out. Uh go ahead and guys leave some comments. Is the image quality bad in this? It is. All right, I'm gonna refresh real quick. Don't leave the stream. we will just take a second. All right, that should be better now, guys. Thanks for letting me know that. I appreciate that. You guys gotta hey listen, keep me honest in this. I appreciate you guys for looking out for me, man. That's all I can say. Um, so does it look like does it look better now? Is it do, are we good now? Is the image quality better now? Let me know how it's looking for you guys, man. Um, but yeah, okay. Now, with that said, let's get back into it, man. But definitely. Definitely uh, appreciate the way that this team was able to close things out, and it's gonna take some time, man. We'll end up seeing what happens long term with with Kobe and Zach Levine, and I understand the concerns that everybody has there. Like I said before, the proof is definitely in the pudding when it comes down to it, and if it do, if they can make it work, great. If they can't, and they end up having to ship out Zach or whatever ends up happening with that, it is what it is when it comes down to it, man. Uh, looks like you're streaming it on a palm tree. That's crazy. That's funny. That is actually. That is actually pretty funny. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Let's see. Uh, The amount of points Vooch gave up in the paint should have uh, been shown along with his stats. Well, uh, well, then you should actually look at that. Vooch actually didn't give up a lot of points in the paint. That's why you got to understand basketball and where it comes with and comes from Vooch gave up only he only gave up eight points in the paint today a lot of what Vooch when you, when we look at Vooch in his defense it's the weak side defense and pick and roll defense which isn't technically the man he's he's, he's supposed to guard so again I know everybody wants to blame Vooch for everything and I'm going to say everything but you got to understand where it is yes he's a very limited defensive player especially in pick and roll solid enough on ball uh, as a defender for more times than not but it comes down to it it's the defense overall that was getting to things but Uh, so if you was the bulls front office, would you trade Zach to golden state? No, I don't. I personally don't like a lot of what golden state has. I don't like what a lot of what golden state has to offer. That's my opinion. I know not everyone's going to agree with that. We got big Kevin, the building says nice W for the bulls. This is a game that uh, they could have lost last season. It was nice seeing them take advantage of their biggest advantage by going to the paint. I'm also glad they let Kobe close out. Yeah. I mean, that's something that we've been asking for, right? Allow Kobe white to be Kobe white. Right. Give him that opportunities, allow him to grow as a closer in the league. Why does the stream keep going out? What is this is why I'm literally going to move on for restream because it it doesn't make any sense for the stream to get bad again. Like I'm literally using the same setup I always use. This is really fucking frustrating. All right. Hold on. y'all. I'm going to refresh one more. Man, it's it, it really sucks when restream decides not to work to work the way that it's supposed to work. Like you get tools, you pay for memberships and it just doesn't work the way it's supposed to work. Like, especially in a game like this, it makes no sense. Now, that's clear. I, I don't understand what's happening here, man. I definitely don't understand what happened. Like, it, it's it's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense, man. I always love watching the Bulls uh, win against the Raptors. It's always personal for me from uh, Western Canada. Well, the thing is, is I hate Raptors fans. Raptors fans are some of the worst. It's one of the worst fan bases all around. And so when we're able to, for those that know, when, when they were around when this channel first started, you'll know that. I literally started this, one of the first appearances of Petty Roosevelt. It was early in my first season. It was probably like the fourth or fifth game of the season. And Raptors fans were like, there's no possible way the Bulls are going to beat the Raptors tonight. The the Raptors are the gatekeeper of the Eastern Conference. And we kicked their ass. And I couldn't, I couldn't, I was so happy. So happy. Uh, But yeah, so happy that we, and so it's something personal for me and Raptors fans. I hate Raptors fans. Vuce is the stereotypical middle child. Get shit on no matter what he does. The man can go out, lock up his defender, and drop 20-20 game, yet people still will find a way to complain about him. Completely. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Raptors blew out the heat last night and almost got us. So much for a blow. This team is still dead. Oh, yeah, listen. When a team competes defensively, they're always going to uh, be able to punch above their weight. And that's what the the Raptors do. They're a team that they're, they're just annoying. They don't go away. They don't go away. Thought Billy did a solid job with adjustments too. Shout out. Yeah. Gotta give him his credit. Billy Donovan coached a really good game today. Billy Donovan coached extremely well today. I got to give him, I, I can't hate on Billy Donovan's coaching today. Mediocre So said, after the Ring of Honor, I don't think we can call other fans bad. We got to wait at least a year. No, because they're bad every, That that's literally one of the ugliest things that you'll ever see from Chicago Bulls fans. The Raptors is something every single year. Uh, uh, celebrating players getting injured on their court. Dumb shit. No, I'm sorry. You can still call them out. Raptors fans are the god awful bottom of the barrel i don't care what that let's jerry booze aside right they stood on their business and this is what we need to see moving forward you asked for it and they delivered hey yeah especially the way they showed up down the stretch of this game you're absolutely right hayes it seems like before every game levine is questionable uh, with some nagging injury do you think this is why people aren't trading for him I don't think so because I don't think that it looks that I think everybody around the NBA knows it's not a major injury, right? This is something just nagging and he's trying to play through it. So I don't know. Like I'll say this: I don't think that that's the reason, but that doesn't mean that I'm right. I won't, I won't sit there and say that that just means that I'm absolutely right and I got the answer on this one. I just I would hope not because they they you should know, right? You should know that this isn't a major major injury um, for Zach Levine. At least you hope not. It was great to see Kobe White finally uh, got his moment in the clutch. Hey, Kobe, Kobe White is him. To see the growth that Kobe White has had this season has been great to see. Really great to see. Guys, by the way, I lost a lot of the chats when I had to refresh the stream. So if you said something, I didn't miss you on purpose. I just want to make sure everybody knows that. Uh, we can definitely call other, uh, other fan bases bad. We've had a single awful uh, event with the Jerry situation, and almost all of us are against it. Rappers fans do some bullshit every year. 100% right on that. 100% right. S- uh, Sneaker Shop Talk says, they had me nervous coming down the stretch, but nonetheless, the, uh, the good guys took care of business. They stood on business. They stood on business. Taurus Law, great point here. Rappers fans threatened DeMar's daughter. They are fucking sick. Hey, I forgot about that until you just mentioned that. Completely forgot about that, but you're right. Uh, the lack of fit and chemistry between Zach, the rest of the core, and Billy ain't going to magically change after all this time. Yeah, I mean, and it's not between Zach and the rest of the core. It's just the core. The core three that started this all with, there's a lack of chemistry behind all of them. And I don't think it's just right to just blame it on Zach. It's the totality of those players together. They don't work. I kind of understand the Raptors fans' uh, grumpiness because their team. Uh, Many times gets robbed by the refs didn't happen today, but I think our first uh, win over them in the season was suspicious as fuck. I mean, listen, yeah, that happens though, but you can't like, you can't let uh, the bad call by the officiating turn you to a bad fan base. In my opinion, great composure by the bulls to take the lead back late in the fourth. Kobe keeps proving that he is the guy let's go bulls. And that's one of the most important things that we're seeing from this team is the is that Kobe's growing. We called for it, right? We asked to give Kobe White more opportunities to grow as a closer in this league. And Billy Donovan did it today. He did it. So we'll end up seeing. We'll end up seeing. OTR, uh, who needs to take a leap for this team to be competitive? Patrick Williams. I think if we're looking at any one player to make that leap, it's if Patrick Williams has the season next year that Kobe had this year, that that type of growth, right? That is what will push the ceiling of this team to be near one of those those other places and other teams. And so let's hope. You know, of course it can be, it could not be Patrick. I think any one of the young players, if Dalen Terry, Julian Phillips, uh Adama Sinogo, uh, uh, Io DeSumo, if any of those players hit a leap, not just a step, a leap. That ceiling for this Chicago Bulls team would raise exponentially. And then you'll be getting this team talked about a little bit different. So Albert says, another great show, Hayes. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Even despite the visual uh, problems with restream, it's restream just, you know what? Sometimes restream just sucks. That's what it is. I may have to move over to stream yard. I've been avoiding it. It may have to happen. Kobe as a starter is literally uh best decision. Everyone showed up when the game got close. Caruso being clutch with the three. P. Will silent killer. Bulls dominated the paint. Didn't take any bad shots. Good shit. Completely agree with you. Big Diesel with a question here says Hayes, do you think Kobe uh, could play with Dejounte Murray at point guard, or will it be what uh, the same as him and Trey? I mean, Kobe's a very different player than Trey Young. He's way more active. He, he's growing off the ball. But to me, this is what I think. You do not want to move Kobe White from point guard. And I didn't think that I'd be saying that coming into this. I think that coming into the season, I would have said, yeah, if we do move Zach, you move Kobe to shooting guard, I think it will be best. But I think Kobe White has shown such exponential growth with his decision-making, the ball handling, and the passing, that to me, I wouldn't want to move Kobe White off the point guard. And I don't know if DeJounte can play off-ball good enough to push it. But, hey, I could be wrong on that. I'm, listen, I'm, they pay people who are supposed to be a lot smarter than me to be making these decisions. James Trigg says, Kobe's growth is amazing to, to see. We haven't seen a player in the Bulls jersey grow this much since Jimmy Butler. I mean, you, you can't ignore the growth that, that Zach Levine had in the Bulls jersey as well, right? You can't deny that. Levine went from a, from a player that was looked at as a high five, high, high flyer to a complete three-level player. And, and, you know, yeah, we didn't see him get the wins, right, because of the place that the team is. But let's not ignore that that Zach Levine absolutely grew in the Bulls jersey as well. Now, we didn't draft him. So if you're talking about players that we drafted, yeah. But I just – I don't want to ignore the growth that Zach Levine had in that time either. Since December, outside of the Warriors game, the Bulls are beating teams they should be beating. Find a ways to win. Your thoughts about the Bulls season compared to last season? I think it's I think it's – I think it's, it's the way that the team is playing against some of the better teams, right? Last season, so often, we would see this Bulls team come up against teams that were either better than them or teams that they were supposed to beat and just not, just, just not be able to execute. The, te- the way the team is playing right now, like, they just have that little extra bit of umph, is what I call it, right? They're executing better. They're, they're, they're a harder team to beat, and I think that's the difference. Right now, this team has an identity. That's the way to word it. This team has an identity, whereas last team, years team, even in some of their biggest wins, didn't have an identity, and that identity is what separate, causing that separation to for us to theoretically be better than what we were last year. So. Archangel says the worst thing is Demar was a Raptor forever and all the people, they, they threatened his daughter. Exactly. That's what makes it so crazy. No, y'all don't feel any uh, sort of sympathy for Raptors fans. I could write a goddamn series of books on how bad they are outside of what you all see on screen, on screen. Damn. Okay. Hayes TNT pregame. Barkley crapped all over the bulls said we need to blow it up and have no young talent to build around. They did not mention Kobe white at all. Not sure if they know who he is. Well, this is the thing. And this is the problem with national media. And this is why even when, Charles Barkley said his stuff I didn't really react to it because Charles Barkley isn't paying attention to the Chicago Bulls every day Charles Barkley doesn't even have good skin care and he's a millionaire like somebody who you think that somebody who doesn't take care of their skin is paying attention to every team around the NBA Charles Barkley's paying attention to narratives and he only pays attention to certain teams around the league and teams that show up on TNT. You can't allow somebody like Charles fucking Barkley, who looks like a goddamn pygmy, to talk about our team. Like, don't even worry about it. It's Charles Barkley. Like all-time great player, amazing player. Love with Charles Barkley when he was playing things like that. But it's Charles Barkley, bro. He he how how are you in your 60s and you still you only speak one language and you don't speak that language very well? That's the person. That's who we're talking about? Having an insight on the Chicago Bulls? Don't nobody care what Charles Barkley got to say? Charles Barkley doesn't even care what Charles Barkley has to say. Why should we? Come on, man. Come on. We ain't got time. We ain't got time for that. We ain't got time for that. Um, But yeah, we ain't got time for that. Bulls fans need to understand that the Bulls have numerous injuries this year, so to take time for the team to gel together and become a cohesive unit. They blame Zach, DeMar, and Vooch for every issue. Well, I think they're blaming Zach, DeMar, and Vooch for the fact that that Core that those three core players just don't uh, play together. But definitely agree with what you said. Definitely agree with you. E Rich says, Hey, you a 80s baby like me, you saw the six rings and they losing years before uh that we got a right uh to boo kraus, especially if Mike gave. But no, see, that's not the thing, it's not about having a right to boo, boo kraus, and even then you gotta understand everything that we have that we celebrate as Bulls fans also came because of Jerry Krause. So I'm sorry, I can't get with, we got a right to boo, not in that moment. You got to be smart enough and intelligent enough to check your fucking feelings at the door, pull your panties up, and not be a bitch to the point where you're booing a dead person at a time that's there to celebrate their accomplishments. It's different if you see Jerry Krause walking on the street, which if you see him walking on the street, check, check, check that you're not dead. But to boo a dead man at a time that you're celebrating the accomplishments, if if you can... Can cheer uh, 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 the the coaches if you can if you can cheer the championship team if you can cheer the seventy two and, uh, and ten team guess what you need to be cheering Jerry Krause we don't have that if it's not for Jerry Krause we don't have Dennis Rodman in the second three period if it's not for Jerry Krause we don't draft Scottie Pippen if it's not for Jerry Krause check your feelings and your emotions at the door and realize yes. He pulled it apart. And yes, Jerry himself said, I'd rather be, I I don't care about being hated if it means that we're winning championships. But if you're going to celebrate the the six rings and beat on your chest that we're the Chicago Bulls, you got to shut the fuck up in a moment where we're celebrating somebody's accomplishments and their legacy and be able to cheer that because that's what that night was for. If you don't understand that, not you, I'm talking about the people that were there. If you don't understand that, then you're just an idiot. If you don't understand how to celebrate, that doesn't mean that you're ignoring everything that you have an issue with. But in that moment and in that, imagine this. If your kid was graduating for high school and they failed one class freshman year and they're like, oh, yeah, congrats that you're able to graduate. But you're a fucking idiot because you felt 10th grade English and you had to make it up in summer school. You'd be looking like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, I'm sorry. I can't get with that. In that moment, there was no reason to, to boo that man and not be able to check your feelings and your emotion at the door for a night that was supposed to be celebration. Can't can't get with that. I can't get with that at all. That's I can't get with that. Yeah, I like how you gave Levine his credit. Hayes, he sure did improve many aspects of his game since becoming a Chicago Bull. Maybe we did slightly put too many expectations on him. I mean, he was thrust in there as a number one, and he was, and he isn't a number one option, and that's cool. You can you can have a damn good career being a number two in this NBA, and and that's part of what happened there. He was he was he was thrust into the role of a number one that he should have never really been in. I hate watching Bulls games on TNT. Big Mouth Barkley said we stink during the post-game show. Uh we're not great, but we definitely don't stink. Teams like the Pistons Wizards and San Antonio stink. Damn. I mean, cook cook bro. VO Walker in the building. Man, it makes me so mad the way Charles Barkley and TNT distre- dis- disrespects the Chicago Bulls. It's sickening. It comes with the territory. They don't follow the team day in and day out, man. That's it. That's it these jokers on tv don't know diddly pool about the game it's shameful i mean yeah it's it definitely is definitely is that case we got a super chat from vince thank you for supporting the channel my brother says i love vooch but he's the core piece i'd like to move we ignore it can't jump uh not a good defender doesn't hustle terrible at threes he's declining i gotta disagree with a couple of things can't jump uh that that can be it, he, he shoot picks and chooses so that that's a fair one not a good defender Vooch has always been a good – go and look at Vooch's on-ball defense versus off-ball. The problem with Vooch is that the defense that we play exposes every bit of the weaknesses that he has defensively and doesn't uh, uh, accent any of the positives. And as far as doesn't hustle, I got to disagree with you on that one. Go and look at the first half of this game. We're not in this game as much as we were if it wasn't for Vooch's hustle. He, is he declining? Yeah, he's a thirty-year-old big man. That's definitely going to help. That's definitely going to happen in that case. Uh, you are so right about Charles Barkley. He's just a WWE personality at this point, just trying to get attention. Definitely, Goon. We got Auntie Goon in the building. Says, "Hey, I found your podcast." Auntie Goon said, "Hey, talk to C Dub and Bobby about it. She missed you, Hayes. What's wrong? What do you mean you found my podcast? What's what's wrong? I'll I'll I, I'll I'll message you uh, after this, Auntie. I'll message you after after this. Oh." This goon cuzzle on her page. Okay. 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 Well, hit me up. Um like uh if you have Facebook, hit me up. I'm on her Facebook. But either way, I'll, I'll reach out to Bobby and Dub, see what's going on. Did anyone notice that Levine roll uh to one of the coaches? I didn't see it to one of the coaches. I won't say that I'd seen that. But hey, Sam from Maryland says, uh, this is what I'm saying, Goon. We spent all of our hate on Jerry. Uh we should have been mad at them. Uh have seemed at least a bit disappointed that he couldn't show up, but the other two ain't give a fuck. I mean, listen. I, I told y'all, Mike was never showing up. He was never showing up. That's it. He was never showing up. And just I, people are like, "Well, they should have. They should have waited and held until he came." There was no situation in which Michael Jordan was showing up to that. He just, it just wasn't happening. I guess Barkley's paid to be a disgusting person on TV. Can't believe that after so many years, he's still with Bulls balls choking on. His, wow that's deep that's deep um i just say motherfuckers like Mar- mariah rose jalen uh, rose's daughter who say i know basketball and then say i watch espn in the same sentence i mean listen i you can watch espn it is what it is um i'm a big fan of barkley uh he speaks or rather talks about about any and every team it's not just the bulls so people seeing i rose for for zach levine brazil popular in the building says With Zoe, uh, might be moving news. You think a trade with Charlotte might be in the works? No. Listen, the Ball brothers are not are not linking up on the same team. Let's let that narrative go. Let's let that narrative go. It's not happening. It's not happening. Uh, why y'all making Vooch the scapegoat uh, of this time? Vooch has been the most consistent for us, and honestly, his contract was a steal. I mean, it's just going to happen. It's just going to happen. Can we all agree we only watch TNT for Shaq uh, violate Chuck? That's hilarious, OTR. I wouldn't say TNT isn't entertaining. It's just not a basketball knowledgeable show. You aren't going there to learn about basketball. You're going there to see the stats of games and laugh at jokes. Oh, agree. It's more entertainment than analysis, which is fine. I don't even mean that as a slight. You just got to know what it is. Uh, Even all the um, I I so overplayed out, TNT is washed now, bro. That's funny. Listen, I got to give them respect for what they do. Got to give them respect for what they do. Even when we win, folks be hating on Vooch. Damn, yeah. Even when like there, there was the game, the game where Vooch had like twenty eight and eighteen, and people were still hating. It's like, come on, y'all. Bulls daily in the building. Shout out to my little bro, Bulls daily he says, understand that what you see is what you get. We playing forty million to a guy who don't want to be here and still be a mediocre team, and that can't play defense. Then we can't rebuild because there are no you killing me bulls daily. This wh- why not just say cuz there. Why 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 say, spell it D E R, bro? What we doing here? I love you. Um, no one to rebuild around. No, we do have somebody to rebuild around. That's that's we do. Now that doesn't mean that that's how you have to keep it going, but we do have pieces to build around. It's Seaway's world says so folks in here are just bipolar. Today is Vooch and Zach. Tomorrow is tomorrow I O. Next is I don't know who. Let's just ignore it. People just go to relax. That's funny. That's funny. Relax. Right. Uh, Let's see. Archangel in the building says, did they ever admit that they put in Barkley's diet Coke? That's, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, OTR says, bro, this ball brother narrative been going on since 2016. There are still people hoping the middle one makes it to the league, even though he got cut from the Hornets. Listen, I, people will tell you, OTR, I don't know if you have, if you were here when I first started the channel, but I literally was telling people, I'm like, jello ball would never play a game in the nba he would never be a factor people like oh you're crazy jello ball is a star in the making oh because lamar ball said that jello was a star so that means he's a star i'm like no he's supposed to say that what he's What is he gonna say his son sucks and then i started calling jello g-league kobe because that's all he was ever gonna be and listen jello jello isn't good he's just not good he's not good and that's okay that's okay Every time the TNT crew disrespects the Bulls, it makes me so fired up to walk into Acme's office and give them a passionate, inspiring speech. It would help, but I would feel better. That's funny. It wouldn't help, but I would feel better. Super Chat, thank you for supporting the channel at any level, my brother. I appreciate you more than you know. I'm glad the Bulls pulled this W off. They had me scared they were going to give this one away. Thanks for all you do, man. Archangel, I love your content and the community you've built. See Red, go Bulls. Well, thank you for that. Um, We're, we're trying to do amazing things here, man. That's all I can say. We're going to keep trying to build this thing out. We're not going anywhere anytime soon. We're 43 days away from hitting our 1,000-episode streak, 1,000-day streak, man. That's going to be crazy. That's crazy. Do we have our own draft picks these upcoming two years? So we have our own draft pick this year. Next year's draft pick is owed to the San Antonio Spurs. I think it's lottery protected. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong there. Maybe it's top 10 protected. Some type of protection on that pick. So, you know, we'll see what ends up happening with that one. But other than that, we own all our first round picks. Vooch definitely needs to go. I love most of your points, Hayes, except when you didn't believe in Kobe. Vooch is great on the offensive side of the ball, but rebounding and defense is a struggle. No, rebounding, he's fine. And he's literally one of the top rebounders in the league. Now, as far as the same might, I didn't believe in Kobe. I mean, listen, I just didn't think Kobe was ready to be the starting point guard. I've never said give up on Kobe. Like I said, one of my first big videos on this channel where the Bulls would be crazy to trade Kobe White. So it's never that I wanted the Bulls to give up on Kobe. I just didn't think that we'd see this Kobe, right? The way that he grew, I won't lie. I did not expect this. It's been amazing to see him have the rise that he's been having. Amazing to see. Hayes, in your opinion, uh, why do you think Coach Donovan is not playing Drummond again, for a reason it seems to be in the doghouse. For I don't think it's the doghouse. It's just, listen, every coach has that player that they just don't play a lot of minutes. I have no idea why. Like I said, when drum is playing well, you play in minutes. There are going to be times where Drum's just playing bad, and he, you, you have to take him off the court. That's just part of the, what comes with Drum. But I, maybe it's because Vooch was cooking tonight, right, that he was, that you didn't want to take him out uh, while he was in rhythm, even though he did that a couple of times anyway. Maybe that's the case. Um, I, I, don't, I can't call it. He wasn't in foul trouble. He didn't have a bunch of turnovers. He wasn't doing the kind of crazy things we've seen Drum do at times before. But, hey, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, Jello knew uh, who wasn't making it to the league when he had a baby with Miss Nikki. But that's crazy. That's funny. Alex Lores says plan for off content. Listen, if you were around this past off-season, we never took a day off, and that's going to be the same. We're going to have uh, draft analysis. I do draft profiles in the off-season, meaning that I, I break down position by position, especially now with the Bulls owning their. Hell, I did that last year, and all we didn't even we went into the draft with no picks, and I still broke down a player. So. Uh, we have our own first-round pick this year. I'll be doing complete draft analysis. We'll do free agent analysis, expected free agents. I actually am going to do some more nostalgic content this offseason, too. I've never really dipped into that, right? I think I purposely came in to doing Chicago Bulls Central, and I said one thing that I had, kind of like if you guys were Smallville. They had the no tights, no fight rule. One of the rules that I set for myself when I started Chicago Bulls Central was I didn't want to nostalgia bait. So if you've noticed, I've never done a video on the old on Derrick Rose. I've never done a video on the M, on the on MJ Bulls, the, the two, three peaks. Never done videos on anything. Never did a video on Jimmy Butler. i never nostalgia bait. But I think now with us heading into our third offseason covering this team, people know that I'm not trying to nostalgia bait. So I'm actually gonna put together a video I'm planning on this offseason on on the top five Chicago Bulls teams of all time, I'm going to I want to do that with, like, guests, rotating guests and things like that. So look out for that series in the offseason as well. But, yeah, that's, I'm always planning content. Always planning content. Seaway's World says, shout out to the women that watch Chicago Bulls Central on their own accord. We holding it down in here. I appreciate that. Definitely appreciate that. Panzeer, uh is my man. Much love from both of us. Hey, shout out to Panzer, man. Uh, bro was cooking last offseason. Hey, listen i tell you this, and this is why I say things like we're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related, because when your other Bulls channels start dropping only videos or news drops, I'm still dropping every single day in the offseason. Now, I will say this, the videos aren't as long, right, because it's offseason. During the season, I'm giving you 20-minute daily episodes, right about around there between 15 and 20 minutes. In the offseason, we probably dropped to about between 8 and 10 minutes. So that's the one caveat that comes with off season content. I still drop daily. The episodes are just a little bit shorter. But, hey, it makes sense. You know, it is what it is when it comes down to that one. Uh, JD eight says CBC is 24, seven content. No days off. You already know what we do here. Um, I'm just saying when Drummond was starting in Voot spot, he was getting 20 rebound nights. I just think he leaves a lot to be desired. Agree to disagree at that point. Love watching. Oh, I mean, I don't disagree with you. Let me, let me be clear. I'm not disagreeing with you that Drummond has the ability to do that. I'm just saying that in when when you have a player coming off, the, certain sacrifices have to be made. I know we kind of came out of the the drum starting era hoping that maybe we see a little bit better splits between Vooch and Andre Drummond. But at the end of the day, especially in a game like this where Vooch is cooking, those minutes are going to be few for Drum. Um, but I would hope that we can see more consistent 18-minute at least games from, from Andre Drummond. But it comes down to that. It comes down to coaching. Vern in the building says, yo, Hayes, are you going to have more NBA guests who cover the Bulls and NBA at large on Locked on Bulls and CBC? Locked on Bulls is difficult for us to get guests just because of when we record. We already, as you know, Pat is one of the busiest men in podcasting now that he works for ESPN. I'm building my network, too, as as well. So it's already hard enough getting our schedules together. For those that don't know, peek behind the curtain. Me Me and Pat record at 11 p.m. every single day. That's just when we make it easier. Our days are, are are done. Our kids are in bed. Things like that. So it's difficult to get a guest on that will record at 11 p.m. with us every day. But here, yeah, we'll see about that. We'll see about that. Hayes has more content than Mariah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Bulls content on YouTube is better now than Inside of the Chicago Bulls is no longer uh, floating around like a greasy shit. Bro didn't know ball and got no. Not going to read the last part, but I mean, but for where one channel falls, another one rises. So the new inside the Chicago Bulls is Bulls Digest. It just is what it is. Bulls Digest is the new inside the Chicago Bulls. It's bad enough. His camera angles like this. Yeah, guys. So we're talking about the Chicago Bulls. This is crazy. The Bulls could trade for like my, my guy. I don't need to see your pores when you're trying to talk about the Chicago Bulls. What are we doing here? What are we doing, bro? What are we doing? Uh Hayes, just want to thank you uh, on all the hard work you do to bring us the best Bulls content daily. You're blessing, fam. Thank you for that, man. You guys are truly the blessing. Cause I tell you what, I could be sitting here uh podcasting by my goddamn self. And that would be weird. That's what a lot of people do, is they podcast to the goddamn self. So <laughs> Balin in the building says, uh, this was an intense game overall, fun game to watch. Alex and Kobe gave up uh big in the in the fourth. Uh need the Bulls uh to win, go Bulls. Yeah, listen. Definitely showed up big time for us. Definitely showed up big time. Um, nobody with more than uh, 22 turnovers. Way to go taking care of the ball. Facts, Brazil, Papa. The good point there. Um, you look like that one Drake meme where he's an inch away from the camp. That's that's hilarious. But that's what Bulls Digest looks like. Bulls Digest is, is terrible. That's a terrible channel. Badass, but terrible content. Clickbaity is shit, also, bro, what happened to your old setup with the red and black uh, padding on the wall's not gonna lie. I think that backdrop is better than this one. That's I'd use that for lockdown Bulls. It's right across over there. I think I just i what I started streaming from this. so this is the pre-recorded set. This is typically the set I do my daily episodes from. This is how I know OTR don't really fuck with me, for real. Again, somebody else who only shows up for the live streams. You got to show up. I drop episodes every single day pre-recorded. You don't check them out, apparently. I don't like you no more. But outside of that, um, so this set is the pre-recorded set. Uh, the Over there is supposed to be the live streaming set. I started recording over here. I don't know why. I honestly don't know why I started live streaming on this side other than the other side. I think I just did it one day so I can mix it up because sometimes you get boring. You just want to change some things up, right? So I think that's 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 uh, that's that's why I did that. OTR ain't true to this. He new to this. That's funny. That's hilarious. Blue Moon Dust uh, said, I finally caught a live show after listening to on Spotify for much. Well, shout out to you, bro. Glad to have you in the building. Glad to have you in the building surprised nobody said nothing about that I, I I don't usually turn the lights on during live streams that's a pre-record like is this not distracting to you guys during live streams do that maybe i can start doing that on wins because we're seeing red there you go there you go there you go so now you guys got the lights hold on, hold on. you want to get funky with it get funky with it <laughs> oh man turn off what are we doing there we go there we go all right y'all we, we we about to get up out of here, man. I appreciate you guys so much, man. Thank you guys for tuning in, making the live streams what they are. We are about to uh, get get ready to go over and do Locked on Bulls, so if you guys want to stay tuned in over there, we'll be doing Locked on Bulls here in a second. But with that said, make sure you guys are following the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, for the mailbag, the number to do so, 773 270 2799 We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. Thanks to you guys and like, like 10. Everything on Go Bulls. Love you guys. See red right if you can, y'all. And let's play that winning outro. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break.